In this ad for the Mobile One brand, I have 30 seconds to remind you about your first time driving. Remember the feeling, the freedom, how the world felt bigger and smaller at the same time? Because you were in the driver's seat. The truth is driving never changed. You did. You got a job, a phone, and then a phone that was also a computer with emails that could find you anywhere, and then you were trapped. But here's the good news. It's never too late to break free. Mobile One, for the love of driving. Visit loveofdriving.us slash radio to learn more. Today is Tuesday, August 18th, 2020. On this day in 2017, a Moroccan man who was denied asylum in Finland staged a deadly terrorist attack, killing two and wounding eight others. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a ParCast original. Due to the graphic nature of today's crimes, listener discretion is advised. Extreme caution is advised for listeners under 13. Today, we're covering the stabbing spree of Abdurrahman Buanane, who pulled a knife on helpless civilians at a popular market square in Finland. Let's go back to the morning of August 18, 2017, in a Finnish flat not far from the crime scene. Around 11 a.m., 22-year-old Abdurrahman Buanane sat in his friend's apartment in the city of Turku, scrawling feverishly on a stack of papers. This speech was to be his manifesto. Partly inspired by the terrorist group ISIS, Buanane had decided to make himself a martyr by attacking Finnish civilians. When he finished writing, Buanane walked to the kitchen and retrieved two sharp kitchen knives. Then he headed out to the streets and hopped onto his bicycle, pedaling 30 minutes away toward a mosque in the center of the city. Just before noon, Buanane parked the bike outside his chosen place of worship. Then, with his manifesto and weapons concealed, he went inside for the Friday prayer. There, he devoted himself once more to Allah. Several hours later, around 3 p.m., Buanane biked to a park beside Turku Cathedral, where lush green trees stood tall before the Aura River. The setting was idyllic for a picnic, but Buanane had other plans. He used his phone to film himself as he read his manifesto from the papers he'd prepared earlier, reportedly condemning the U.S. and Western religions. Then he released the video via an instant messenger service and walked some 12 minutes to Turku bus station, where he considered killing a military serviceman. But when his path was intercepted by commuters, Buanane scrapped the idea. Instead, he boarded a bus headed for Turku Market Square. Around 4 p.m., he reached his destination and bought ice cream from a stand in the square. Then he walked to the southwest corner, where a woman distributing religious pamphlets smiled at him. He resented this and stabbed his knife into her. Wanane fatally plunged the sharp blade into her neck and chest repeatedly before she could even cry out for help. 
Witnessing the altercation, one man ran to her aid, but Buonane stabbed him as well. However, he didn't care to finish the man off. Adrenaline pumped through Buonane's veins. His actions suggested that he wanted to kill as many people as possible before the police showed up. Before leaving the bloody scene, he stabbed one more woman, then walked toward the center of the square. Within the next three minutes, Buonane was intercepted by yet another man. Impatiently, he struck the heroic civilian with his knife and attacked a woman with a baby carriage. Between 4.02 p.m. and 4.05 p.m., Buonane managed to wound four others in the city streets. His actions didn't go unnoticed. As Buonane rampaged through the streets, a group of angry men pursued him. However, they weren't able to stop the attacks. Finally, at 4.05 p.m., a police car spotted him. An officer exited the vehicle and unholstered his gun. To defend himself, Buonane stabbed another helpless woman and used her as a human shield. But the officer was a good marksman. He hit Buonane in the leg, then tased him. Finally, the murderer who had traveled 465 meters and attacked 10 people in just three minutes was immobilized. Over the next 30 minutes, the first of the victims arrived at the hospital. One of them was pronounced dead following a short resuscitation effort. Another victim killed by the attacker had been pronounced dead at the scene of the attacks. Meanwhile, at 5 p.m., the case transferred from the Southwestern Finland Police Department to the National Bureau of Investigation. Officials scrambled to understand the situation. As the sun set on Turku, fear filled the hearts of its citizens. Coming up, Finland's National Bureau of Investigation tracks Buonane's meandering path to terrorism. Hi, listeners. There's a new Spotify original from Parcast you do not want to miss. It's called Very Presidential with Ashley Flowers, and it uncovers the most damning details surrounding history's most high-profile leaders. Every Tuesday through the 2020 election, host Ashley Flowers shines a light on the darker side of the American presidency. From torrid love affairs and contemptible corruption to shocking cover-ups and even murder, she'll expose the personal and professional controversies you may never knew existed. You'll hear some wildly true stories about presidents such as Richard Nixon, Thomas Jefferson, Teddy Roosevelt, JFK, and more. Very Presidential highlights the exploits you never learned in history class, but probably should have. Family drama, personal vices, dirty secrets. These presidents may have run, but they most certainly can't hide. Follow the fantastic new series, Very Presidential with Ashley Flowers, free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. In this ad for the Mobile One brand, I have 30 seconds to remind you about your first time driving. Remember the feeling, the freedom, how the world felt bigger and smaller at the same time because you were in the driver's seat. The truth is driving never changed. You did. You got a job, a phone, and then a phone that was also a computer with emails that could find you anywhere, and then you were trapped. But here's the good news. It's never too late to break free. 
Mobile One for the love of driving. Visit loveofdriving.us slash radio to learn more. Now back to the story. The surprise stabbing spree that transpired on August 18, 2017, took Finland by storm. The morning after, it was public knowledge that the attack had taken the lives of two Finnish women and injured eight others. Prayer services were scheduled, candlelight vigils were held, and social services were pursued as citizens tried to make sense of the tragedy that occurred. The Finnish government also made immediate efforts to improve emergency readiness across the country, increasing security at airports and train stations. More police officers patrolled the streets, looking out for any replicated attacks. But officials were most concerned with one man, the 22-year-old attacker, Abderrahman Buonane, who had just undergone surgery after receiving a bullet to his thigh. On August 22nd, four days after the attack, Buonane emerged from intensive care and was taken into pre-trial detention and questioned for hours. During his initial interrogation, he confessed to the attacks, but did not admit to motivations related to terrorism. According to some accounts, his radicalization began after he was denied asylum in late 2016. Officials noted that he had been inspired by recent ISIS incidents in Belgium and France. Though six other suspects were brought into custody as potential accessories to Buonane's crime, all were released within the weeks that followed. It became clear that Buonane worked alone, but the National Bureau of Investigation still didn't feel they had the full story. And they didn't. Because at the time, they were calling their primary suspect Abdurrahman Meshka. As it happened, Buonane had been living under a false identity for the past two years. In the small, windowless room where Buonane was questioned, he shared his real identity. According to Buonane, he came to Finland in May 2016, seeking asylum from an ultra gang he belonged to in Morocco. In the following months, Buonane lived among other asylum seekers. They perceived him as arrogant and argumentative. His behavior soon became more erratic, concerning, and even violent. He left recreational sports games angry, unable to cope with losses. At social events, he condemned anyone drinking alcohol, which went against his religious beliefs. Sometimes he got so angry, he stood up and left. By January 2017, the refugees living with Bonane reported him to the immigration police after he threatened to kill one of them. Around this time, he also began speaking of ISIS with admiration. So authorities promptly put him on a watch list. But nothing more was done to monitor Buonane's behaviors over the next several months. Instead, he was allowed to stew in his anger and resentment. A Western coalition missile strike against ISIS forces in Syria, which took place during the Battle of Raqqa in the summer of 2017, was one of the final straws for Buonane. By June 2017, Buonane's withdrawal from daily life 
and admiration for ISIS evoked concern from his friends. They condemned ISIS' violent methods, but Buonane didn't. And a short time later, he devised his plan to assault Finnish civilians. While his motives were rooted in extremist ideology, ISIS never claimed responsibility for Buonane's attack on August 18, 2017. The following year, in June 2018, 23-year-old Buonane was found guilty of two counts of murder and eight counts of attempted murder with terrorist intent. He was sentenced to life in prison. But in 12 years, he'll be eligible for parole. His release, in part, will depend on whether or not authorities believe he has truly reformed. Innocent lives depend on it. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Today in True Crime is a ParCast original. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other ParCast originals for free on Spotify. Not only does Spotify already have all of your favorite music, but now Spotify is making it easy for you to enjoy all of your favorite ParCast originals, like Today in True Crime, for free from your phone, desktop, or smart speaker. To stream Today in True Crime on Spotify, just open the app and type Today in True Crime in the search bar. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime was created by Max Cutler and is a ParCast Studios original. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Joshua Kern. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Lauren DeLille, with writing assistance by Abigail Cannon. I'm Vanessa Richardson. It's the most powerful position in American politics, and arguably the world. But behind the oath to preserve, protect, and defend lie dark secrets posed to leave some legacies in disgrace. Don't forget to check out the new Spotify original from Parcast, Very Presidential with Ashley Flowers. Every Tuesday through the 2020 election, host Ashley Flowers shines a light on the darker side of the American presidency, exposing wildly true stories about history's most high-profile leaders. To hear more, follow Very Presidential with Ashley Flowers, free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.